Welcome back, folks. This is the Detroiter covering sports in the Motor City in the Mitten State. I'm your host, Nick Bradley. We're presented by the Second String and the SecondString.com. Appreciate you being here today. I really do. I appreciate you taking the time, lending me your earballs this afternoon, this morning, this evening, whatever the case is. We thank you for being here today. This is the Detroiter, right? This is the Detroiter. We usually do Lions, Red Wings, Pistons, MSU, U of M, you name it, Tigers. It doesn't fucking matter. That new bar down the street, it doesn't matter. We do it. Michigan, Detroit, we do it. Well, it makes sense in that case why it's called the Detroiter. But in today's case, this podcast, this episode, perhaps should be called the Los Angeles or the La- what do you call yourself? If you're from LA, what do you call yourself? A, an LAer, a Los Angelite, a Los Angeler. I don't know what, I don't know. Los ain't Los an angel. Do you just say I'm an angel? I don't know what you call yourself. Someone from Los Angeles, they don't have an easy Detroiter like we do, but whatever it is, they call themselves. That's what we should be calling today's podcast. That's what we should be calling the, the, entire podcast today. This is nothing more than a Los Angeles or Los Angelite, Los Angeler podcast. Our guy, number nine, he's going to the fucking Super Bowl, 12 years overdue, an entire career overdue in the faces of thousands. I still, I honest to God, I really still can't believe this many people hate on Matthew Stafford. I really can't believe it. Like, I don't understand for a few different reasons, but more more than anything, if you're a Lions fan, I understand not rooting for them. Like, I understand the people that are, all right, cool, the Rams won, like, it's whatever. They're not sitting there pumping their fists and yelling and screaming like I am during the Rams games. That's fine. I get that. I can't for the life of me even begin to understand the people that are, like, upset today that Matthew Stafford's going to the Super Bowl. The people that are running around Twitter, running around my comment section, like, well, he still never did it in Detroit, so take that. Yeah, he never did it in Detroit. Jesus Christ wouldn't do it in Detroit. Thanos wouldn't do it in Detroit, dude. Oh, my God. He didn't do it in Detroit. No fucking kidding he didn't do it in Detroit because nobody's done it. In Detroit, you think Aaron Rodgers, like think about the career Aaron Rodgers has had, right? He's played in Green Bay his entire career. One of the most successful franchises, one of the most well set up franchises in the NFL. And there are a couple like the Steel or the Packers. The Steelers are another one. The Patriots, obviously. 49ers, kind of. I mean, they've had years, right? There are a few of these franchises, the Ravens, you could say. There were a few of these franchises that they're just ran well. The people that own them, the people that management manage them, they're just run well. You can take inferior talent. You can take really anything. And the people around them and throughout the organization are so good. It just releases the burden. Now, Aaron Rodgers is unbelievable. Aaron Rodgers is better than Matthew Stafford. That's not at all what I'm saying. But Aaron Rodgers, how many times has he made the playoffs? He's been to the Super Bowl one time. He's won it once. How many times has he made the playoffs? How often is he revered as there are people that still say he's the best quarterback of all time. Tom Brady has seven fucking Super Bowls. Joe Montana has five. 
there are people that say Aaron Rodgers is the greatest ever, and he might be. If you look at it purely talent-wise, you cut on the tape, no bias, no uniforms, no how many times have you won. You put on game tape of Aaron Rodgers next to any other guy who's played football in the NFL, you might walk away from it going, that is the best quarterback that I just watched. And he's only done it one time he's gone to the Super Bowl. One. And he's played for how many years? At least 10, 11, 12 He's played for one of the most successful franchises in the sport. He's played in one of probably the worst divisions in the sport. Now, some of that is because that division has his Green Bay Packers in it, which pretty much chalk up two losses every year for the Vikings, Bears, and Lions. And he's done it one time he's gone to the Super Bowl. Now, I don't think there's anybody out there that would even begin to make the argument as disappointing as Rodgers has been in the playoffs and as many NFC championship games, they haven't even been to, and they haven't won. I don't think there's anybody out there that would try to make the argument that Aaron Rodgers is just okay. Aaron Rodgers isn't, isn't a Super Bowl quarterback. Aaron Rodgers isn't this or that. I don't think there's many guys that would do that. I think there are people that would make the argument. Maybe he's not Tom Brady. Maybe he's not a top three guy ever, which is if you're starting to make the conversation, he's not a top three guy ever. You're fucking unbelievable. If you even begin to enter that debate, but nobody's sitting around going, Hey, Aaron Rodgers kind of overrated Aaron Rodgers. Hey, he's okay. Aaron Rodgers. Hey, he's had some seasons. No one's sitting around doing that yet. People are still out there. Matthew Stafford will play in his first Super Bowl this week or in two Sundays. A Super Bowl, I believe he'll win. We'll see. And yet there are people that came on the internet today, went on Twitter, went on TikTok. There are people that went on fucking ESPN. There are people that are getting paid millions, that people have valued opinions that went on and said, yeah, you know what? They're going to the Super Bowl, but let me give you 20 different reasons why it's actually not Matthew Stafford's doing, even though all of these reasons contradict the same fucking thing I was saying of why he's not that good in Detroit, right? In Detroit, it was, he's never been to a Super Bowl. He can't possibly be that good. He can't beat big teams in big games. Oh, well, Tom Brady might retire because he fucking lost to him. Oh, he left Detroit. Now he hasn't, he hasn't lost a playoff game. Oh, that's weird. Oh, now all of a sudden it was about, he's never been to a Super Bowl. He can't win the big games. All of a sudden, now that he is going to a Super Bowl, oh, well, guess what? Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. It's funny that you say that because that's the exact fucking point myself and all of the Lions fans out there over the last 12 years have been trying to make just because in maybe the most team-oriented game in sports, just because a guy's team hasn't made it all the way to the end, in 12 years, just because his team that, by the way, is the least successful franchise in the history of North American sports, hasn't made it to the Super Bowl in his 12 years, that doesn't mean that the one guy, the one player's career, his achievements, his talent level is suddenly diminished. One thing does not equal the other. But for the last 12 years, I've logged on to the internet, I've listened to the radio, and I've been told, oh, in fact, it does. Oh, in fact, I don't care that he's the youngest player to ever reach 40,000 yards. I don't care for a person turning 
31 years old at the start of the season. He's first in NFL history in completions. He's first in NFL history in touchdowns. He's first in NFL history in passing yards. I don't care about any of that. I don't care that he's on pace to go down if he keeps playing five, six, seven more years. I don't care that he's on pace to, to lead NFL history in all those categories. I care that his team and him have never won a Super Bowl. So that automatically means he's actually not that good. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But what we've all tried to tell you, Stafford haters, what we've tried to tell you for the past 12 years is just because that's true, just because he hasn't won a playoff game and hasn't been to the Super Bowl, and we can talk about Dallas and Roger Goodell absolutely fucking the Detroit Lions that year. They should have gone or at least won a playoff game. Fair enough. He hasn't been to a Super Bowl. But how come, how come, right when he does go to a Super Bowl, you guys come back and say, oh, what is that supposed to mean? Jared Goff has gone to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco went to a Super Bowl. Oh, that's funny that you say that because the entire goddamn time, that's the exact point we were making. Just because you go to a Super Bowl doesn't automatically mean you're phenomenal at your position. Just because you go to a Super Bowl doesn't automatically mean you're a great quarterback. It doesn't have, it has some to do, I suppose, one with the other, but it does not have anywhere near the amount to do with each other as everybody would suggest once it comes to Matt Stafford. But it's funny when it's not, we're not talking about Matt Stafford. Nobody mentions it. Nobody mentions it. There are people going around today. Matthew Stafford, yeah, it's cool that he's in the Super Bowl. He's still not that great. He's still okay. Oh, Aaron Rodgers only been to one Super Bowl. Is he okay? Is he okay? Jared Jared Goff's been to one Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers been to one Super Bowl. Is that so Aaron Rodgers is just okay then? Like, make up your mind. Make up your mind. Pick a side. Because for the longest time, it was he's never been. He can't win in the playoffs. He can't beat big teams. He can't be winning teams. He torches Tom Brady with 40 seconds left to go. Plays out of his mind that whole game, despite Cam Akers, his defense, everybody around him seemingly trying to lose. Matthew Stafford refuses to and wins that game. Honestly, it's funny because that game reminded me a ton of some shit that would go down in Detroit. Stafford's playing his balls off. We're fumbling it at the one-yard line. We're fumbling it on what should be the last possession of the game, giving away interceptions, this, that, the other thing. Stafford still finds a way. Then we take the San Francisco 49ers, who just went into Lambeau Field and punked Aaron Rodgers, who most would say one of the greatest of all time, certainly one of, if not, well, probably not with Tom Brady, but the second greatest behind Brady in the league the last 12, 15 years, right? The Niners just went in Lambeau and punked them. And Matthew Stafford came back again. Another fourth quarter comeback for Matthew Stafford and took care of them. Even though it was a home game, it was a 49ers crowd. But wait, oh, oh, but wait, he's had an easy path. Oh, but his team is stacked. Oh, but just because he's gone to the Super Bowl doesn't mean he's elite. Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco's been to a Super Bowl. Oh, okay. So are you going to now compare Joe Flacco and Jared Goff to Aaron Rodgers? Because that seems to be using your logic, you should. Using your logic, that is what you should be doing. And in that case, Aaron Rodgers has been the one. Now Stafford's been the one. But let's look at the statistics. Let's look at who has more impressive numbers. Purely numbers. Let's not worry about the teams. Who has more impressive numbers throughout their careers? Nobody 
has more impressive numbers than Matthew Stafford. Like I said, by the age 31, leading the NFL in completions, touchdowns, and yards. Oh, oh, but you wouldn't compare Matthew Stafford to Aaron Rodgers. Nobody would come on here and say that Matthew Stafford's better than Aaron Rodgers, but they are willing to come on and compare him. Oh, to Jared Goff. Oh, oh, oh to Joe Flacco. Oh, because, because what? Because they've each been to a Super Bowl, and that's literally the only fucking comparison you can make. Choose a fucking side. It pisses me off. And I'm going to have to stop caring because it's getting to the point already. Like, I'm making the TikTok videos in Staffy's stead because it drives me nuts how fucking stupid people are. Just the absolute uh, ignorance and the refusal to admit you were wrong. Like, it's okay, dude. If you were someone who for the last 12 years was saying Stafford was overrated and saying Stafford wasn't that great because he couldn't get it done and did that because he couldn't get it done in Detroit or this, that, or whatever reason, that's fine. It's okay to say, oh, you know what? I was wrong. He left the worst franchise in North America, and he instantly won. You know what? I was wrong. It's okay to say that. No one's going to come and fucking kill you for it. No one's going to throw you in prison for it. No one's going to walk you through the streets naked like it's Game of Thrones. It's okay. It's a liberating part of the human experience to look at something and go, you know what? I was wrong. You know what? I had, I thought I was right. I had my idea of how things works. It turns out I was wrong. That's okay. That's part of life. It's one of the better parts of life is people giving you the opportunity or getting, I should say the opportunity to prove you wrong. That's why we love March madness because the 16th seed should never beat the one seed. But when the golden retrievers beat Virginia, it's a beautiful thing to say, hey, we were all wrong. They proved everybody wrong. That's fucking awesome. It's the literal reason why we love March Madness. It's why we love redemption plots. This guy can't possibly turn his life around. There's no way he can go from getting a DUI to being a successful coach in the NFL or whatever the storyline is. There's no way he can have drug problems and find a career in Hollywood and make great movies. There's no way. But when they do and they prove you wrong, they prove maybe their family wrong, it's an awesome thing. And all of a sudden, we're all rooting for that person. So why when Matthew Stafford does it and Matthew Stafford proves thousands wrong in Detroit naysayers for really no reason how come when he does it and he does it unequivocally there's nothing you can point to anymore to say oh nope you didn't do it because of this there is nothing a Matthew Stafford hater can point to that is concrete evidence of him or her supporting their belief of oh he's actually not that good that doesn't exist anymore that does not exist He's done the one thing he's never been able to do. He's won playoff games. He's beaten Tom Brady, and he's going to a goddamn Super Bowl. Meanwhile, he's been lights out all playoffs. That's the other thing. Oh, Jared Goff's done it too. Jared Goff threw, what, three touchdowns through the three playoff games through the Super Bowl? I think Stafford had eight before they played the 49ers on Sunday. So make that make sense. Half of Jared Goff's job was turning it around and giving it to Todd Gurley. Matthew Stafford doesn't quite have that luxury, so make that make sense. There's a bunch of things now where if you're a Matthew Stafford hater, it's okay to look in the mirror. It's okay to admit you were wrong. So we've established that, that these goalposts are moving quicker than Usain Bolt running the 100-meter free. That's never going to change. 
and I've come to terms with that. I've been uh, today, Monday, I went on an absolute tear with Matthew Stafford defending TikToks, pretty much calling out the idiot haters that are just never going to be satisfied. Matthew Stafford could win the next 10 Super Bowls and they, he's on a stack team. Oh, he couldn't do it in Detroit. Joe Burrow did it sooner. Fucking shut up. They're never going to change. And to be honest with you, I finally feel liberated to the point of like, I, I don't care. Don't get me wrong. I like making the TikToks to let people know, like, you're a fucking moron. You were wrong. But I've gotten to the point now. I, I've reached a point in my life. I've matured where, you know what? I don't care. I'm fucking letting it go. It's like one of those Chinese lanterns. You let it go up into the sky and your problems float or float away. You light that thing. Me trying to convince people that don't have brains or don't know a thing about football that Matthew Stafford is good. I don't care anymore. I'm over it because beyond the statistics, beyond him winning games, beyond him beating teams with good records, beyond him winning Super Bowls, beyond anything, what it really comes down to and what every sport, every athlete in every sport, what it really does come down to at the end of the day is when you watch the guy play, is he good or is he bad? And when you watch Matthew Stafford play, it is so fucking obvious that he's good that there really is nothing else to say there really isn't that cooper cup throw against san francisco ridiculous that throw to cooper cup against tampa bay at the end fucking ridiculous the way he moves defenses with his eyes the way he he just the ball leaves his hand the way it moves once he throws it He's not one of a kind because Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, those guys can do it, but he's one of a very, very select few. And I know it. And anybody with eyes knows it. Anybody who has a clue what a good quarterback looks like knows it. And that's it. There's nothing else to it. And I, and, and with that, I will lay it to rest. I'm done trying to convince people that Matthew Stafford's good because you either understand and you know he's good or you're a fucking idiot or you're just a miserable person that refuses to acknowledge that you were wrong, which any of those three, whatever. The thing that I also don't understand, like I, I physically will never be able to wrap my brain around when it comes to Stafford and it comes to people disliking him or hating on him, like I get it, just human nature, pride, people refusing to admit that they were wrong. I get it if you were someone saying, oh, he's not that good because he, he's not winning a Super Bowl. This what I, He didn't win a playoff game in Detroit. All right. I get it. I don't understand the people that dislike him on the level of the type of person that Matthew Stafford is. The way he acted, the way he carried himself – the way he represented not only the Lions, but the city of Detroit for 12 fucking years. Like, you are rooting against that guy? You're rooting against that guy? Like, at what point does you being right about him not being able to win a Super Bowl fall short in comparison to the fact for 12 years that dude played injured, that dude did everything he could to win games for your favorite franchise, that dude was nothing but incredible not only for the team, but for the community. He's building football fields in downtown Detroit. He's speaking good on the city of Detroit and the community. He's bringing positivity to a city when he didn't have to. He's from Dallas. The Lions fucking stink. Detroit didn't do anything for him. He doesn't need to do anything for Detroit, but he did anyway. A leader, a quarterback that could have gone into press conference and said, 
yeah, well, my defense fucking blows. The offensive line is worse. We haven't run the ball well in 12 years. So that's why I haven't won a playoff game. A guy that could have easily done that and he would have been dead fucking right about every single thing. He could have done that, but he didn't because he's an incredible human being because he's that kind of guy. A guy who would come into pressers last season, he was in Detroit injured against, I I think it was Tennessee. No reason for him to play end of the year, not end of the year, but getting towards the end of the year. Lions aren't making the playoffs, probably starting to get to that point where he's thinking about, I'm not going to be here next year. The Lions are thinking about getting a new head coach, getting a new manager, all this stuff. Like it's probably time to turn the chapter. He's injured. There's no sense in Matthew Stafford playing that game, but he says, nah, fuck it. I'm going to play anyway. And they ask him after that game, Matthew, why like Detroit's out of the playoffs you're injured. Like, why'd you decide to play today? There's nothing for you to gain. There's nothing for the Lions to gain. And he said, oh, um, it's because it's Sunday and I'm the quarterback of the Detroit Lions. What else do you need from the guy? Honest to God, what else do you need from the guy? When he's doing that shit against the Bengals, fuck it, his shoulder's dislocated. You need me to throw the ball? I can throw the ball. Get the fuck off me. He's pushing the medical staff off him. He goes and throws the game-winning touchdown. Like, I don't understand. How can you root against that guy? I, I really, I really don't understand. And as much as you want to be right, and as much as the human nature and your pride's kicking in and refusing to root for something you thought could never happen, are you really that stubborn and selfish and fucking dumb that you refuse to root for a guy like Matthew Stafford? Forget the player. You refuse to root for a person, the character, that is Matthew Stafford. Really? Like, at what, what does that say about you? Think about that for a second. If you're someone listening right now, or if you got a friend or a family member that's out here rooting for the Bengals in the Super Bowl for no other reason than they don't want to see Stafford succeed, and they give you the thinly, thinly veiled disguise of, it's for a better draft pick. If you got someone doing that, think about, ask them to think about why that is. Ask them to think about themselves. Like that probably says more about you than it does about Matthew Stafford. That probably says more about your disdain for the lions than it does about Matthew Stafford, which is another hilarious aspect to this entire thing. There are people that, Oh, why should I be happy for him? Why should I support him? He never won shit in Detroit. He wins in LA. We're not getting a super bowl parade. He's not bringing the trophy down Woodward. Why should I be happy for him? He didn't do anything here. Why is it that your anger and you being upset is so misplaced? Like when you're rooting against Stafford for the reason being he never did it in Detroit and he was incapable of winning for your team. Okay. But he left for one season and instantly, instantly did it somewhere else. When all along people like me said, you get Matthew Stafford on a good team. He'll win you fucking games. He'll win you playoff games. There were always years, oh, Denver, you know, Denver would be a nice fit for Matthew Stafford. Indianapolis Colts would be a nice fit. Always teams. If they had Stafford, they could do some things. Why is it that your disdain for him, you think, you think it's disdain for him. The reason you're upset, the people you're upset with, it's not Matthew Stafford. You're not upset that he couldn't win in Detroit. Who you really should be upset with 
is the Detroit Lions because that guy left for one season. One. Outside of his athletic prime, he's still got a fucking cannon. He can still thing that, sling that thing all over the yard. He's not in his athletic prime. His arm's probably not as great as it was five years ago. One season. At, what is he, 33, 34 years old? One season. One. One. He goes to LA. They're going to the Super Bowl. And you're upset with Matthew? How about you're upset with the franchise that had him for 12 years and couldn't even win a fucking playoff game? And he goes somewhere else for one. Beats Tom Brady and they're going to the Super Bowl. How about that? How about that? I don't that's another thing that doesn't make sense. Like where where do you not follow that? Where do you not understand that? You're not upset with Matthew Stafford. You're not pissed. You're not rooting against him because he was in Detroit for 12 years and couldn't get it done. The reason you think that, the reason you're rooting against him and the reason you're angry is because the Detroit Lions had him for 12 years and couldn't get it done. Rams have had him for one fucking season. They're going to the Super Bowl. Lions had him for 12, never won a playoff game. But you're upset with Matthew Stafford? Why is that? That doesn't feel like your anger is a little misguided. Let's go. Red Wings just scored an OT. Or Osterle, let's fucking go. I've been watching the Red Wings game this whole time. You didn't know I kept it such a good secret. Let's go. Osterle, that was sick. Right off the draw. Absolute rip. That was nasty. The Wings have been fucking sweet in overtime this year. Let's fucking go, baby. You know, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. I've said it a million times, but it's fun fucking watching. I love watching the Red Wings win hockey games. I love watching the Red Wings score goals. I'll tell you that. A guy like Jordan Osterlight, too. Kind of an unsung guy. Hasn't done a whole lot. Look at Larkin. Fucking rip, Osterlight. Larkin, LCA is buzzing. LCA is shaking. Larkin just doing the dirty work in the faceoff dot, and Osterlight buries it. Nice selly, too. <clears throat> All right, back to our regular scheduled programming. How do people not feel that their their anger is misguided though? Like, how are you legitimately, especially if you're over the age of like a 17, 18 year old kid? Like, if you're in college or you're older and you're sitting there like I'm rooting for the Bengals, I'm rooting against the Rams because I'm pissed at Stafford. He couldn't get it done in the 12 years he was here. You you don't realize that the reason you're upset at that has nothing to do. Well, it has a little something to do. He was the quarterback, but your anger with that, you're upset about that, and you don't realize it actually has way more to do with the Detroit Lions than it does to do with Matthew Stafford. You can't put two and two together and realize, wait, 12 years, Detroit Lions, no playoff wins. One year, different team. They're going to the Super Bowl. You don't put that together. Like that exists. That's reality. That happened. One year he's gone Super Bowl, but you're upset with him. I just don't understand it. I really don't. I, I and the longer I go on and the more points I make and the more reasons it's like why how could you root against him? Why are you upset that he's winning games even under the thinly veiled disguise of I want the Lions to have a better draft pick. Hey, pal. Um, the 28th pick or the 32nd pick, that four spot difference, I fucking promise won't change the, the fate 
over the next 10 years of the worst franchise in sports. That's going to have nothing to do with it. Either Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes are the right guys and 26 to 32 won't fucking matter, or they're the wrong guys and 26 and 32 won't fucking matter. So don't give me that horse shit about, oh, you're not a real Lions fan if you're rooting for worse draft position. Hey, dude, shut up because that draft position has nothing to do with anything. And by the way, you're not a real Lions fan? Oh, okay. Okay. I am a Lions fan one, but maybe my allegiances to Matthew Stafford are stronger than my allegiances to the Detroit Lions for the exact reason, the exact thing I've been talking about for the last six minutes. Maybe my allegiances to Matthew Stafford are stronger because he left Detroit for one fucking season and he's going to the Super Bowl. Detroit had him for 12. Detroit had him for fucking 12, couldn't win one playoff game. Couldn't help him out enough to win one goddamn game. But I'm supposed to have, oh, I'm not a Lions fan. Oh, I should be sucking the Lions dick for their their 28th overall pick instead of the 32nd. I should be rah-rah fired up for the Rams to lose. So the worst franchise in American sports that had this dude for 12 years, they can have four higher draft spots in in the draft this year. How does that make sense? I'm a Lions fan. I'm born with it. I don't have a choice, dude. I grew up with it. I don't have a fucking choice. But you're telling me I'm I'm not a real fan because I'm choosing to root for the guy who was the only successful part of teams here for 12 years and the dysfunctional garbage organization that had him for 12 couldn't win a thing, couldn't help him out once, and he leaves, instantly goes to the Super Bowl but I'm supposed to be here rooting for them to have the 27th pick instead of the 32nd. Shut the fuck up. That's hypocritical because those are the same people saying, why would I root for Stafford when he was here for 12 years and couldn't get it done? Why would you root for the Detroit lions when they had him for 12 years and couldn't get it done? How does that make sense? It fucking doesn't. So to all the Matthew Stafford haters out there, whether you hate him because you refuse to admit you're wrong and you're choking on your pride because you thought he couldn't get it done and win a Super Bowl here. Like imagine having more faith in the Detroit Lions than Matthew Stafford. Imagine being a fan of this team and watching him play here for 12 years and being like, no, the Detroit Lions are doing a good job. It's the quarterback that isn't. And he leaves for one year, goes to the Super Bowl, and you refuse to admit that you were wrong and it was the Lions all along. So you dislike him for that reason. Imagine, I can't, I can't even picture the staunchest of Stafford haters hating him for this reason, but imagine disliking him for his personality. I can't even imagine that person being real, but imagine. And most of all, imagine rooting against him or disliking him and his success because you're not a real Lions fan. You're not a real Lions fan, even though the Lions wasted him for 12 years. Imagine you can't root for Stafford because he didn't win here for 12 years, but you can root for the team who had him and couldn't help him out for 12 years. It's a joke. It's a joke. Matthew Stafford's elite. He's been elite since the day the Detroit Lions picked him up. He's played in games he probably shouldn't have played in because he's Matthew fucking Stafford, because he's tough as nails. There's a reason every single dude that plays with him, when you ask him about what's it like playing with Matthew Stafford, they talk about, man, he's unbelievable. 
not only in practice in the games, the type of person, he's the toughest quarterback in the NFL. That's what they all say. Tough as nails. Nobody deserves it more. Why is that? You think they're just like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. Let's just all be nice to him for no reason. Why do you think that is? Oh, but but Jim downriver doesn't like him because he didn't win, win Detroit for 12 years. Yet he doesn't realize your anger is misguided. You're upset with Matthew Stafford versus the franchise that wasted him for 12 years. Make that make sense. And you'll never be able to. Just like any Matthew Stafford hater won't be able to make any fucking reasoning for disliking him, for thinking he's not elite, makes sense. Oh, he hasn't been to a Super Bowl. Well, guess what? He's there. Oh, well, guess who? Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers has been to one Super Bowl. You're going to start comparing them two as well. Oh, and by the way, that's the point we were making the entire time he was in Detroit. Going to the Super Bowl doesn't mean anything, really, as far as quarterbacks go. Dan Marino never won one. You can be fucking nasty like nine has been all, all his career and not go to a Super Bowl. Oh, but the time he does, finally when he does, the narrative changes from he hasn't been to a Super Bowl that Jared Goff's been to a Super Bowl. That's the exact fucking thing we were saying when he was in Detroit and wasn't going to Super Bowls. Oh, how the narrative changes. Oh, how the goalposts move. Oh, how the tables turn. If you're a Matthew Stafford hater still, either get over yourself, fucking swallow your pride. It's a beautiful part of being alive admitting you were wrong. No one's going to hate you for it. As a matter of fact, people will love you for it. It's okay to admit you were wrong. And if you hate him because you couldn't win in Detroit, check yourself. Do a little fucking reflecting. Do you hate him or do you hate the joke franchise that wasted him for 12 years? 